Welcome inside the final episode of the Sherwood Park Crusader pregame show for the regular season here in the 2021-2022 Alberta Junior Hockey League regular season. My name is Zach Marks. Please be joined, as always, by my co-host, Dawson Patrician. And Dawson, well, when you're in for the Sherwood Park Crusaders coming into uh, this, well, this afternoon's matchup against the Drayton Valley Thunder. Final game of the regular season for the Crusaders. Coming into this one with a record of 25-30-4 with 54 points, which is good enough for currently 7th in the AJHL's North Division. Now, we've talked about it at length throughout this last month, but the Grand Prairie Storm are hustling to catch up with this Crusaders team. I think if you'd asked a lot of people around the league uh, about a month ago, if Grand Prairie would be as close as they are, maybe not, but they've dug deep. They've won seven in a row in the month of February. Uh, they have not lost since the second of the month, an eight, three loss to the Grand Prairie or to the uh, Spruce Grove Saints. Pardon me. Uh, coincidentally enough, that was the same scoreline that Sherwood Park lost to Whitecourt in on Friday night. But we'll get to that in just a minute. And then uh, back-to-back wins over Fort McMurray, back-to-back wins over Drayton Valley, another win over Fort McMurray, and then most recently two extra uh, extra time wins, a shootout and overtime win over the Lloydminster Bobcats. So Sherwood Park, they've controlled their destiny since the beginning. They had to get to a certain number of points, and that's what they've done so far. We, we calculated the magic number as eight. It was actually seven at the time. They've won three of those games, six points. They're a point out of the playoffs at this point. Grand Prairie has three games remaining. The best they can finish on is 55 points. Sherwood Park, the worst they can finish on is the 54. So there is a possibility that they can still miss. However, a win or any result in overtime in today's game against Drayton Valley and the Crusaders will clinch the final playoff spot in the league. Calgary knocked off old yesterday or pardon me, Saturday night uh, to officially clinch the last spot in the South Sherwood Park, hoping to do the same here today against Drayton Valley. But first we have to talk about the weekend or the back-to-backs Friday, Saturday night. And really it was a tale of two teams, Dawson. Yeah. uh, Not, not the best showing on Friday against the white court Wolverines an eight, three final and Sherwood Park out shooting uh, white court 34 to 33. And it started pretty good for the Crusaders, Wyatt Marlowe off a very pretty pass from Cade Christensen. And then that stood for roughly almost exactly 16 minutes as Thomas Vela, just under 60 seconds remaining in the first period from Connor Seleski and Jack Franklin tied things up and a very unfortunate goal for the Crusaders to open up the second period, just 90 seconds in Cristiano Aiello getting a friendly bounce off of Caleb Dick and behind Lachlan Gordon and Carmelo Crandall did tie things up a couple minutes later from Ashton McNally breaking his slump uh, of almost 20 games without a goal. And after that, it was pretty much all white court. Caleb McDonald, Cooper Schmiel, Caleb McDonald again to close out the second period. And Chase Broda just over five minutes into the third. Kate Christensen did bring uh, Sherd Park within three after uh, several power play attempts, capitalizing on the men advantage. And two empty net goals from Tyler Mahan and Chase Broda close things out there. Uh, the 
latter of the two becoming shorthanded. But a much better effort the following night in Camrose. Evan Arnold opening things up on the power play uh, from Logan Hauer. And uh, almost 13 minutes later, uh, Tio Daddario tying things up for the Kodiaks. Bruce McGregor, uh, again, getting, uh, getting a lucky bounce of his own uh, going in off of seemingly Spencer Welke's uh, foot and crossing the goal line. Uh, it's credited as Cade Christensen at the 14-17 mark, but uh, Giuliano Santa Lucia getting his first goal as a Sherwood Park Crusader, uh, just throwing it in front of the net from the boards. And in the third period, Jace Benby adding a 4-2 goal shorthanded, uh, just walking in on Welgi and ripping it blocker side. So a much better uh, effort in Saturday's game. And that's the one that they're going to hope to take into this afternoon. Yeah, they need to take this uh, pro- the Saturday night's performance into today's game and they know what's at stake the team knows a point and you're in they're going to play their hearts out to make sure they don't have to wait for grand prairie to finish their season because i think we brought this up we definitely brought it up on the broadcast on friday night but sherwood park ends their season today in today's game sherwood park is the only team to end their season this early Every other team waits until next weekend, but Sherwood Park is done today, which is a weird feeling, I'm sure, for the players, the coaching staff, the organization as a whole, really, to know that there is a possibility that they do not know if they will play again this season. Now, obviously, the game plan is 100% to not leave it up to Grand Prairie, And they do have three tough games coming up against the very same Wolverines that Sherwood Park lost to on Friday night, and then a pair against the Spruce Grove Saints to end off their season. But they've rattled off seven in a row. They've gotten hot exactly when they needed to get hot. And thus far, they've proven to be quite the challenge for Sherwood Park to uh, officially lock things up. But honestly, Cade Christensen's play over the last month has just been spectacular. I know we spoke with him earlier on uh, like a few weeks ago on the show, but he was just, he's just seems to be getting better and better 15 points on the season. Um, though I think it will go down to 14 once uh, the goal is recredited, but as of yet, as it stands, goals in back-to-back games for Christensen and he's played very well. Um, have not noticed a, an issue with his game, ran into a little bit of penalty trouble the other night uh, on Friday night, but, He rectified it, scored on the power play, made some nice plays, and was one of the bright spots in that game for Sherwood Park. But as you mentioned, the unlucky bounce off of Kalem Dick and into their own net on Friday night, well, the hockey gods, they tend to even things out, and that's seemingly what happened on Saturday as uh, Bruce McGregor given the uh, credit for that goal that was, quite frankly, uh, Steve Smith for uh, Oilers fans played off the back of this goalie skate and over the line, but no, this is the biggest game of the season for Sherwood park. Every game has been, and this is the biggest one plain and simple game 60, a point and you're in, but you know, the team is going to be thinking win and you're in do it. Do it assertively is what I would say. Make no, leave no questions. You made the playoffs. You won. 
Now, for those of you question, uh, just to clarify, I have said that the best Grand Prairie can do is 55 points. Sherwood Park is on 54, so they would tie. Uh, Sherwood Park does own the first tiebreaker, which is the most regulation time wins, regardless of how the rest of the season goes. Um, Grand Prairie's two wins over Lloyd Minster in extra hockey, uh, somewhat coming back to bite them in that capacity. But Sherwood Park, they will take it any way it comes, but you know they would prefer to walk out of the, uh, the arena this afternoon with two points in their back pocket and a date with likely the Fort McMurray Oil Barons in tow, though that is still yet to be decided. So regardless of what happens this afternoon, Sherwood Park will not know their exact destiny, whether or not it's they know they're in the playoffs, they just don't know where they're going to be to start the playoffs, or whether it's they don't know if they're in the playoffs at all. And quite frankly, this is a team that we've mentioned it, it's a builder year. Anything they do this season is a bene- is a bonus, a benefit to the rest of this, the future of this organization. Next couple of years, with the young talent that they brought in, Carmelo Crandall, uh, Ryan Arnold, Kate Christensen, and then the guys they brought in since then, and Michael Loveson, Jace Benvie, who, as you mentioned, getting his first as a crusader in this one. These are guys who can help you can build around. Caleb Dick, another one who's going to be big next season. Now, I believe that this Crusaders team is 100% built for the future uh, with the amount of youth on in their uh, depths. But anything they – you don't tell them that. If they – provided they make the playoffs, they're going to go in thinking we can make a run because as soon as the playoffs start, the regular season does not matter. Will we reference it 40 times on a broadcast? Yes, we will. But that's our jobs as broadcasters. For the players, they can throw out the, the regular season because the real season, as it's put, starts game one of the first round, be it in Fort McMurray, Bonneville. The Sherwood Park Crusaders will be, you know, head coach Jeff Wojcicki, assistant coach Adam Surgery. They'll have the team ready regardless of who they're playing against. And either one of Fort McMurray, Bonneville, they've played each other pretty well this season especially after the coaching changes. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's almost looked like uh, a, a different team uh, since Jeff Wewick had came in, or, or I shouldn't say came in, uh, was promoted to the head coaching role and Adam Surgery coming in to uh, take over the assistant coaching duties as well as the general manager role. But, uh, it seems, you know, at, especially the last few weeks, Shore Park is never out of a game. Even, uh, even on Friday against Whitecourt, they were still pushing. They were still looking for something to go. And it, it certainly helped that there was, you know, power play after power play. But they, they took full advantage of it. They were getting pucks in the net. They were, you know, working uh, and through watching practice, they've been working on, you know, the fundamental plays, uh, keeping it, trying to keep it simple and trying to get as much towards the goaltender as they can. And, you know, speaking of never, uh, never being out of a game, should they, uh, should they face off against Fort McMurray in the playoffs? They've had a couple struggles uh, against the oil Barons this season. Although Fort McMurray, uh, as, as we record this uh, Sunday evening, uh, currently down three, one over or, 
to the Spruce Grove Saints. That game has yet to finish, uh, but should they lose, Bonnie Bale has, uh, would have two games at hand after tonight, and they can fully take advantage of that, pass up Fort McMurray in the standings, and there will be a first-round matchup between Shore Park and Bonnie Bale, which has been a fantastic matchup all season, very entertaining games, uh, a lot of them very close. But uh, to sum it up, Shore Park, a much more, uh, much more effective team down the stretch. And that's what matters is you're, you're taking the most advantage of your opportunities as you can and really sticking by each other. And, you know, like you said, it's a building year for uh, Shore Park. And uh, I think something that doesn't go mentioned as much is the turnaround, like even, uh, you know, coming into the season, there were only a small handful of players that had played last season. And even during uh, this 2021-22 campaign, uh, the likes of Carter Chorney, Bodie Hagen, uh, Ty Hurley, Colby Garner, Josh Rule, those guys have all, you know, gone on to do other things. But the additions that uh, Adam Surgery and Jeff Wiwicka have brought in have really established themselves and I think, like you said, a great foundation for the future. But don't tell them that as they still have one more one more regular season game to play and they're going to give it their all. And should they win, they've got a whole slew of playoff games to play. No doubt about that. Big game at the Sherwood Park Arena, Randy Rosen rink this afternoon, 2-15 puck drop, Family Day Monday. Uh, Dawson, you and I will have this game on hockey TV. If you can make it out to the arena, we highly encourage it. Should be a good one. Plenty of fans in the stands. Family day skate after the fact. Um, so a uh, fun day at the rink, regardless. Uh, with any luck, Sherwood Park will be able to clinch that playoff spot tomorrow. What is their final regular season game? of the 2021-2022 season. It's been a roller coaster of a journey, Dawson, since uh, the beginning of the year where there wasn't a whole lot of certainty towards what the future was going to look like. And we've made it through 60 games. Will We may see more, and that'll be up to tomorrow's results and potentially some results in the rest of the week. But the Sherwood Park Crusaders focused on the Drayton Valley Thunder, and so are you and I as well be set to call our final regular season game of the year tomorrow afternoon. That'll do it for us here on another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. Keep it locked to our social media at SB Crusaders on both Twitter and Instagram, as well as Sherwood Park Crusaders on Facebook for in-game updates and just news from the Sherwood Park Crusaders as the week goes on, as well as our YouTube channel, Crusaders TV where all of our post-game content goes up, be it interviews or just the highlight packages from games. You can check out our the last two games of the weekend there. Uh, most recently, the Camrose Kodiaks game before two win for Sherwood Park. See all the goals from that game on our YouTube. And for those of you listening in here on the pregame show, wherever it is you're getting your podcast, be it Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, we appreciate you tuning in here on Crusaders Radio. For my broadcast partner and co-host, Dawson Patrician, my name is Zach Marks, saying so long, and we will see you in the next one. Oh.